This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artists Edition Index Podcast, Episode 11. Thank you for joining us once again to discuss all things AE or Artists Edition. Like to welcome some our new listeners. Uh, we've had a spate of uh, additional hits and listeners to the website over the last two months, uh, mainly from posts by prominent artist edition people. I'd like to thank Scott Dunbeer for posting about us on Facebook and for links to reviews from Scott Dunbeer and Brian Kane and Fantagraphics. So thank you for those and those likes. Please keep them coming. I appreciate it greatly. It's nice to uh, to see some uh, interest in the Arts Editions. As well, uh, Tom Spurgeon uh, linked to us with a post, quick post on his website, The Comics Reporter, about uh, the single subject website. And that's certainly what I intended to accomplish with the Arts Edition Index. A very narrow focus on one topic that I could cover well. And I hope that I'm able to accomplish that each and every month. <clears throat> As we discussed last time, this is uh, the 11th podcast and our numbers are down. And I'm wondering if there's just not uh, enough interest in uh, the print version or the the text version on the website and then an audio version as well. But we'll keep it going. I think I'm going to keep it going for at least to episode 18. So that's a year and a half. And just make that commitment and then see what happens. Let's get into our show. Uh, our normal format is uh, to discuss the focus of this episode, then shipping changes, solicitations, sales, letters, new releases, and reviews. So the focus of the show today is that uh, these some recognition online for the Artist Edition Index, which I really appreciate, and what that translates to for us as artist edition aficionados fans um, devotees of this style of work hopefully that raises awareness in a greater population of the book reading comic reading populace and they can see that uh, these marvelous books are out there and available and with an increase in purchases maybe we'll see more books that we have dreams of being produced actually published so let's hope <clears throat> this groundswell can continue and we can get the notice out there to everybody that loves comic strips, comic books, original art, that these books are out and available. So please spread the word. Let's look at shipping changes. I made a, decided to make a change to the uh, Artist Edition Index and the way we do upcoming books. Previously, uh, I changed the text to the that red, blood red, brick red. I don't know what we call that. I'm not a burgundy. No, it's not a burgundy. It's a dark red. And I'd uh, I'd put those up, and then, then the next week when I I'd leave them for a week, and then I'd take them off. And I said, no, this month, I'm, this time, every shipping change is going to stay red until the end of the month, and then I'm going to change them all to black again and then that way when I discuss the show people can look and say oh yeah oh these are all shipping changes that have happened in the month everybody knows and then it's easier for me to discuss on this podcast the uh, let's go through the changes uh, 
so we had the Book of Ballads, the original art edition. That's gone to To Be Determined. It's gone to the December 27th date. That was scheduled for September 13th. That went away. Bernie Wright's Artifact Edition has been moved to October 25th. As had P as has P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition. Now that Bernie Wright's an artifact edition, Scott Dunbar has said online that that's going to be available at New York Comic Con. So I think that's going to hit that October 25th date. But that always makes me nervous when two artist editions have been scheduled to ship the same week. That that means it's not going to happen. So for Lucky, maybe the Bernie Wright's will ship early. I don't think so. 25th, I think we're going to see P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams Artist Edition pushed out a little further again. Best of Amparella Magazine Art Edition. Man, this thing has moved now to November 29th. So now we're past a year. We're looking at 13 month delay on this book. Uh, I had such high hopes for Dynamite because that last book, um, the, uh, Gonzalez's Amparella book was so amazing. And this one just keeps, just terrible. I don't know why I keep sliding. Uh, Thicker Than Blood Collected Artwork Edition. That was a new addition to the uh, to the shipping list. Uh, that's a solicitation. We'll discuss a little later. And then the other solicitation was Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lion Man and other stories artist edition. Uh, we'll get to those for in, in the solicitation section. A lot of changes. Um, and then the one I hadn't uh, mentioned, Jim Davis's Garfield, the original art daily and Sunday archive. That had been moved to September 27th, which obviously was a few days ago. Uh, it didn't come in my comic shop. I asked my comic shop to check. Diamond shows it as being in stock. Not in stock, you know, with low stock, which normally means that that really didn't happen. In stock shipping that date. Um, I looked at a couple websites. It didn't seem to be available. I realized this is a, not a high-profile comic shop book. I uh, checked... Amazon, it's listed for October 10th. So I'm, I have not moved that into the shipping um, category on the website. It's still in upcoming. I think I'm going to have to do a little more digging. Hermes Press says it's available. I mean, apparently they had copies at San Diego Comic Con. So I don't know if that's just a diamond gaff and it should have been at my comic shop, but I it didn't ship this week. They've checked their invoice for next week. It's not a next week's invoice. So I don't know if that's a delay overall. Um, either way, disappointing. And then, of course, we move in. Let's move right into solicitations then. And I got there it is. I uh, I list the solicitations on the website under the previews month. So if you're looking for the post and you want to read a little bit more, it's October 2017 previews is what I label the post. And it discusses the two new books that have been solicited in Diamond Previews catalog um, this month, right? It was for sale. Uh, first one up, we'll do it alphabetical, is Joe Kubert's Tarzan Artist Edition. Um, so the mock-up cover says Joe Kubert's Tarzan Volume 3 Artist Edition. Uh, the text says Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lion Man Artist Edition. Then I've also seen Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lion Man and other stories Artist Edition. We'll have to see when it gets a little closer which they actually stick with. Here's the blurb from the publisher. Collecting the brilliant Joe Kubert's final Tarzan stories in the acclaimed and multi-Eisner award-winning Artist Edition format. 
including the third Tarzan novel adapted by Joe Kubert, Tarzan and the Lion Man, as well as five additional stories. It includes Tarzan, issues 224, 227, 28, 29, 231, 232, 233, and 234. Featuring Kubert's masterful handling of Edgar Rice Burroughs' classic creation, this is truly as good as comics get. Solicited for February 21st, 2018. It's 12 by 17, standard size. It's solicited with 176 pages, which uh, says to me that uh, Scott Denver's already got all the art for this because uh, when, <laughs> when it's a solicitation and I'm not sure they have all the art, they list 144 pages. Uh, this is uh, listed with a $125 US dollar price. And yes, if you look at my blurb, the uh, publisher's blurb lists issue 224 twice. I don't know if that means something else. I don't know if that's supposed to be 224, 225, or 26. I don't know. Anyways, we'll see when things get closer if they or if they update the website. Second book solicited is one we've seen previously in the AE Index, and that is Thicker Than Blood Collected Artwork Edition. We did a post about this last month because it was in uh, it was a Kickstarter, and the book was available for ninety five dollars. You got the you got the regular artist edition format book. You got a trade paperback of the art, and you got a few other things if you wanted to Kickstarter for ninety five dollars. It's being solicited now in Diamond for one hundred fifty dollars with a publication date of December twentieth. Uh, so I'm hoping um, if they can get it to Diamond, then then uh, Kickstarter backers should have it before that. That'd be nice. Here's the blurb from previews. The Thicker Than Blood Collected Artwork Edition is an oversized 12 by 17 hardcover art book that collects and reproduces all of the original artwork that was produced for the three-issue comic series. In this book, for the first time, each stunning page is published at full size. This is an original art-sized edition. Unlike any before it, not only does the book reproduce the art at the original size it was created, it also represents the work of two artists, not just one. Further, it covers the mediums of line and paint side by side, containing the equivalent of six issues, three issues of beautiful pen and ink line art by Mike Plug, and three issues of fully painted art by Simon Bisley, as well as 12 covers, six by each artist. That's 12 by 17, modern art size, 156 pages. Uh, there's also a signed slipcase edition for $250. That's a big premium. So, if you did the Kickstarter, you get some extra books, and you get it for you get it for cheaper, but you also have to pay shipping. I think for within the U.S. it was 10 bucks. So, say 105 with shipping versus 150 here, you can pick up from your local comic shop. So, those are our solicitations for this month. Make some exciting books. Interesting that Joe Kerbert's Tarzan. I believe the. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, the company that handles Edgar Rice Burroughs estate, I think all this artwork had to be turned into them, and I think that's why it's so readily available. I don't know if uh, Scott Dunbar is getting it from the Joe Kubert estate or what I believe to be uh, from the Edgar Rice Burroughs Corporation. But uh, it seems to be available, third edition, all uh, Kubert's Tarzan art. I'm just wondering if there's other Tarzan art that uh, is also available. Because it would be great to see some other stuff that's been done. Looking forward to that. All right, let's look at sales. <clears throat> so, because this is September, we're looking back at August sales numbers. And if you're looking for this post on the website, it's August 2017 sales numbers. Two titles were released in August, 
and both made it to the sales chart. Very impressive. And for the first time ever that I can remember, both are sold out. So come October, out of these will make my out of print sales chart as well. All right. So those two titles are Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, The World's Greatest Artist Edition. Came in at number 93 in the list of 300, and it sold 1,053 copies through your local comic shops, as recorded by Diamond, not including the UK. Spawn Vault Edition came in at number 177 of 300, with 660 copies. Now, what interests me there is that, I think we talked about this last month, between how they were numbered and things, it looked like they printed 1,500 copies. Uh, and then you had your notarized, you had your signs, so you take those out. But uh, 660 out of the comic shops, that means that is a whole lot of copies that went to other places. Is that is that really Amazon sales? Is that is that Image website and Amazon sales and McFarland Toys? Does a McFarland website does he sell? I don't know. For a book that. Uh, when, you know, is out of stock at Diamond. With and if we go with that fifteen hundred print run, that's uh, surprising. We only see six sixty uh, through the initial purchases. If only publishers would actually tell us their sales numbers. If publishers would actually tell us the print runs, we'd be able to know these things. But they don't. So let's, whenever we get a chance to speak to. A publisher, please remember to ask them to please provide their print runs at least. If you don't want to give us the sales numbers, great, but come on, give us the print runs. Why is this a secret? Anyways, that's my monthly rant. I do it every month. All right, let's look at out of print sales. Um, that you can find that online as Artist Edition Out of Print Sales, August 2017. Again, we have a slew of uh, books, um, one Dark Horse, a whole bunch of IDW, and one Titan. Let's only talk about things that sold. And as a big uptick, I mean, the, the last few months, I, you know, these, these out-of-print sales have been uh, dismal on eBay. And this month, we just just a ton of sales, lots of things selling. So it's, that's exciting to see. So let's only talk about books that sold. Well... Two didn't have any sales. Let me just mention those now. Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition and Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition Second Print. Neither one of those had a sale on eBay in August. So let's let's talk about the ones that did. So Dave Stevens' Rock Tier Artist Edition First Print had two sales for 158.75 average and one second print for 110.35. That's... I mean, that's quite a bit up from uh, its cover price for the first print at least. But uh, again, not a, you know, it is, I mean, it, there is a, the smaller paperback available. So maybe that's what's doing that to sales. David Mazzicelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition. Four sales with an average of 180.87. That is just a crazy high number. And again, these are standard editions. These aren't limited editions. These aren't con exclusives. These aren't signed. This is just the straight edition. Man, that is a, that is a commanding a high price. I second prints are few and far between with these books, and I was really surprised to see Hellboy get a second print before Daredevil: Born Again. Maybe there's something to do with Mazzucchelli or something to do with Marvel. I don't know. Uh, John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, one copy sold, one hundred twenty-five dollars. Marvel covers Artist Edition, first print, 
three with an average of 74.33. That's well, that's quite a bit below cover. And I can see why those would sell as opposed to the uh, the current printing. Mike McNoll is Hellboy and Helen on the Stories Artist Edition. Three copies sold with an average of 99.95. Sergio Aragonas grew the Wonder Artist Edition. Two copies sold with an average of 99.99. That's up. Uh, that's an uptick from what we've seen that selling for the last few month months. Stranko Nick Fury Agents Agent of Shield Artist Edition. Two copies sold. Average of 131.67. That's that's a bit down. Wallywood DC Stories Artist Edition. One copy sold for 214.99. Wow, that is a that is a big jump from what we've seen those sell for previously. Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition, three copies sold, average of ninety fifty. Again, a little bit down. And two copies of Alien: The Illustrated Story, the original edition from Titan, for an average of fifty nine dollars. That's down from the cover price as well. A lot of movement in out of print books. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's uh college university students getting their uh, getting their mad money and uh, spending it on this instead of tuition and books <clears throat> I don't know or maybe just the summer is just a slow period where people don't buy this these kind of books from uh, Amazon or I'm sorry from eBay uh, we don't track Amazon sales mostly because Amazon wouldn't give us a uh, Sales numbers like we'd like. All right, uh, let's go to letters. This is interesting. I had I had letters from two different people in September. Uh, Michael Fuchs and I traded back a bunch of letters. And Charles Santino, let's start with him. He emailed me and asked me this. He says, uh, let's see. He asked me what, uh, let's do the whole conversation. Has anyone thought to build and market a bookshelf, especially made for AEs, especially for the larger ones? Best regards. And uh, I said that uh, the you know the IKEA Calyx is the is the one that uh, I've seen people use. They leave they because you assemble it in their their cubby holes. People leave out some of the shelves, so you get a nice you get a nice sturdy platform. And then he says uh, the IKEA is very tall. I envision something that is about twenty four inches high. I don't know what you what bookshelf you'd have that's only twenty four inches high. It would have a platform, and the space for the book would be have enough room for cardboard box packaging. It would be maybe 18 inches wide, so you could fit six to eight of them. I wouldn't care that the shorter ones wouldn't come up as high as bigger ones because plenty of bookshelves for standard-sized books are going to have various sizes books on them. I'm a little surprised no one has come up with this yet. If the day had an extra 12 hours to it, I might get on this myself. But in the meantime, I'm eagerly waiting the day when someone else takes up the challenge. Then he follows up with, actually, it would have to be at least 26 inches high to accommodate the shipping box of the larger-sized books. 18 inches deep, so it doesn't stick out front. Wants to fit six to eight of them. If you know of anything pre-made that fits the bill, I would love to know. Well, no, I don't know anything that's pre-made that fits the bill. As we've discussed on this show, I uh, I keep all mine in uh, in my closet of my library, uh, which is itself a one of the bedrooms in my house. And uh, I had to build additional shelving in the closet to keep the books because they're so heavy. I I just I used uh, two by sixes. So that worked out nicely, and they're still going. Actually, their closet's filling up, so we'll have to. We may have to revisit that at some later point. Then I got a bunch of letters from Michael Fuchs. Him and I went back and forth. So let's get to his letter. Oh, he says I've been following your delightful site and reviews for quite a while now. 
They've been very entertaining and helpful, plus expensive. I'm approaching two dozen artist editions now, including ten beautiful French Andre Franklin. I should like to turn to you for some advice, please. Last week, I tried to order the recently published Fantastic Four World's Greatest Artist Editions from my local comic book store, but was informed that it is not in stock anymore on a diamond. IDW still offers the item, but direct ordering from Germany is prohibitively expensive, a multiple of what I usually pay. Upon request, they told me that we have not yet decided on reprint for this artist edition. I mean, it did just come out. That's, that's my, I'm just throwing that into the letter here. He continues, it is hard to imagine that such a runaway and high-profile book should altogether disappear after, what, two months? But you never know. I can wait some weeks, months if need be, but I definitely want this book. No interest in creating a white whale here. So finally, here's the question. In my position, would you A, stay calm, or B, start hunting eBay, etc., ASAP? With all the trouble that entails, there might be one candidate. Any notes or background info would be very helpful. And I replied back, um... Oh, I don't remember what I said. Hold on. Sorry. I said thanks for the... Uh, I checked Diamond and they're sold out. Yep. Uh, I re- could reprint. I mean, it's up to them. I suggested uh, contacting our online dealers in the UK or other areas in e- uh, in Europe. Maybe he could get them there. And he said, uh, I've given up now and the considerable discounts for my local dealer Diamond and it seems I found a copy at original price for about a German dealer. So he got it for full cover, which is kind of painful. And then uh, I asked him about European comics, and he provided me just a bunch of links on some wonderful European comics. And uh, I followed those up. And uh, that actually, uh, so I don't know if you've if you've done any. I mean, if you're an English speaker only, you probably don't spend a lot of time looking at um, French versions of original art books. Uh, I knew they were out there, but I didn't spend, so the, Michael Fuchs gave me the wonderful links, and I looked over them all, and they are, if you thought artist editions are expensive, these are pricey. Uh, I assume limited runs, and, um, but yeah, a lot of money. So I went looking then for what uh, I could afford, and I knew from, uh, I'd uh, seen Natanchi Zanyak's uh, studio in a picture because he shares uh, he shares some space with a friend of mine, Anthony Falcone, a former writer for Comic Daily, uh, currently current writer for uh, Chapter House, and uh, I spotted these French uh, Mobius books or the Jean Girard, right? Because he's he's uh, that's how he always wrote the Mobius books, and uh, so I went online and uh, they're about forty eight pages. They're good size. I think they're twelve by sixteen. Soft cover, unfortunately, but uh, they reprint Mobius's art from. There's four currently available. Uh, they were 18 euros each, and uh, I'm in Canada. I was disappointed that Amazon uh, Canada, Amazon.ca, didn't carry these French books. I mean, we're a bilingual country; they carry a lot of French material, but for some reason they don't have these books. Okay. I uh, ordered them from Amazon France, and uh, they charged me seven euros to ship four of them, four of these books, to my house in Canada. So that's pretty good. So all in, um, I paid ninety-nine dollars Canadian, which, with an, if you're an American, uh, the exchange rate is twenty-five percent now, so that would be seventy-five U.S. And I got these four books, each for like I said, are forty pages. 12 by 16 
soft cover, really nice pr- reproductions of Mobius art. Um, if you've only read the Mobius English books, you know, um, I thought he had stopped work after those volumes, but to know he had done a moral, you know, and these look amazing. You could tell it's, it's, you can tell by looking at the original artwork, it's later Mobius. And I do plan on doing, uh, reviews of these books. Um, so look for those next month. Um, yeah, that's wow. Thanks again, Michael. Uh, he actually followed me up later and asked me what I thought of Joe Kubert and which artist edition he would I would I recommend? Would I re- recommend uh, Return of Tarzan or Tor? And I immediately jumped on that and I said Tor because I think that is such a rep- beautiful representation of Joe Kubert's uh, work because it's uh, it covers a, a, a great period. Um, him doing the original Tor stuff in the late fifties and then the book, the main portion of that tour arts edition is the four ep- issues of the uh, the epic miniseries so you get a real span and then the, you see some of how he reformatted the art for a newspaper strip and it's it's a great book it really covers different periods in Kubert's uh, life and uh, it's a slightly different style and it's uh, it's stand up that was that was easy my recommendation so that is a gorgeous book um all right, oh, I got off topic there. All right, new releases. Thank you for those letters as well, by the way. I should have said that. I enjoy the letters. Um, you know, I mostly uh, am at the... It used to be the Yuku Marvel Masterworks Yuku Forum. Now it's the Tapatok Marvel Masterworks Forum. And I spend a lot of my time there as far as online chatter going uh, about artist editions. And there's been some healthy uh, discussions there. Scott Dunbeer's been on there quite a bit. Brian Kane joined the discussion group through some questions I had asked and then someone asked him on Facebook and then he came through there all because of the one solicitation this the oh no, the one release this month which was Fantagraphic Studio Edition Hal Foster's Prince Valiant that is our one release confirmed release for September like I said that Garfield may be out there but I don't know it seems to be elusive and in the wild Prince Valiant let me give you the publisher's blurb Fantagraphics' recent reprints of the Prince Valiant strip scanned from original color engravers proof sheets have received international acclaim and now we are printing the holy grail of comics art. Hal Foster's Prince Valiant Artist Edition interesting, eh? is a 192-page collection scanned from Foster's original pages and printed in full color, capturing every nuance of Foster's masterly brush strokes. Each page is so rare that the sum total of the original art printed in this book would likely cost millions. From Foster's very first Prince Valiant page to his very last, the public will be treated to a selection of some of the most iconic and beautiful comic art ever made. Wow. 17 inches by 23 and a quarter inches. It's 160 pages. It's 175 US dollars. And it's interesting that uh, you, that blurb from Fantagraphics was put up when this book was solicited in 2015 and has not been changed. As you, it still calls it Al Foster's Prince Valiant Artist Edition, which is just crazy because that's like <laughs> that's a reference to the obviously the Artist Edition from IDW. It says 196 page. It's not. It came out as 160 pages, and that's what I'm wondering why if the price went down from 200 to 175 because of the drop in page count doesn't really matter because if you like comic strips. If you like art, if you like books, this is one to get. I can't tell you 
how amazing it is to look at this book, look at these foster Prince Valiants, and just marvel at the ability of this man and how amazing this original art is. Now, the uh, I did uh, be sure to go on the website and read the whole review, please. Uh, a lot of pictures. I put a little, actually, I put fewer pictures than what I normally do, and I'm not sure why. As I was flipping through the book, I wanted to give a representation of the different sizes of some of the art, um, some of the different periods. But, uh, yeah, normally, I, I mean, I, I normally put 25 to 30, and for this one I only put 19, so I don't know why. Just how it happened. A um, couple things about the book. Uh, it's not it's not an original size, so they've been reduced, and uh, thankfully, it has been because uh, the original art seems to be like it was about uh, a third bigger than what's printed in the book. Uh, included in the book, so you get a beautiful hardcover, a die cut cover, so you get a nice thick cover. Uh, it comes in a mylar bag, resealable bag, so you can put this book back in the bag, and then in the box is a folded uh, print of one of the pages at full size. So I include a picture of that in the review so you can see what a full size art looks like versus what's in the book. And um, I found a little bit of blurriness at the bottom of the scans. I asked the group online what they thought and uh, nobody else seemed to pipe up on that. But Brian Kane joined and we talked about, he talked about how some of these were photographed, some were scanned. It depended on uh, Syracuse University felt some of them were too old to be scanned. So they photographed them instead. And uh, it, it doesn't attract at all. I just, you know, um, there's no dates on the pages. There's no indication when the strip is from. So you got to look at the, you got to look at the bottom of the strip. There's normally foster normally order date in there. And then as well, there's a small pasted copyright notice from feature syndicate. And when you look at that, I find some of the earlier strips, uh, they're a little bit blurry. So that was my only critique of the book. Um, and it's so small and does not detract from the art at all that it I don't know. You know, it's when when you read these kind of books, you look you're looking for the good, the bad, and you want to spot anything uh, out of the ordinary. So when it's out of the ordinary, I mention it. That's how it goes. Love the box. Love that it's in a mylar uh, resealable bag. Love that it's material that's finally been printed. Uh, it's apparently this had a fifteen hundred print run uh, because uh, again Brian Kane put on Facebook that uh, he from Gary Groth, the publisher of Fantagraphics. He said, I doubt we could sell another 1500 and that's pretty much the minimum run we needed to make it affordable, even at its fairly substantial price. So they printed 1500 of these things. I really encourage everyone who is a fan of Artist Editions to give this review um, a read and give some thought to the book. Unfortunately, uh, it's, it's, it's solicited for two years, so it's... There have been opportunities for discounts for this book, but currently Amazon is just right at cover price uh, on the U.S. site, and then in the Canada site they're charging two hundred, so it's a little bit. It's not the exchange rate, so you get a bit of a deal. I mean, if you want a deal, I would go with the uh, I would go with the link I have on the website for things from another world. I'm just going there now. Last time I checked, the price was discounted, 
and it is discounted from 175 to 140 so the standard 20% discount on uh, artist editions applies to this book as well so that's awesome and nice to see that there is a discount available somewhere um, as well on the site uh, I should mention uh, I got I put up a preview of the Bernie Wrightson artifact edition um, I had an opportunity um, to see the uh, retailer preview and that retailer preview actually uh, showed the entire book uh, the book looks awesome. I mean, was, I was just reading a retailer preview, so it's it's a PDF and uh, quality's not that great. But uh, I did uh, pull some images from that and posted those online. So if you'd like to see some of the pages that are going to be in the book, please pop in. Um, I was thrilled to see an ad for The Shadow. I just loved it. That's actually, I, I use that as a featured image. Uh, it's just so gorgeous. I can't get over how great that image is. This is another, so this is an interesting book because uh, it's the second IDW uh, AE format book to be solicited with two different covers. It's actually the third to be solicited. It's going to be the second one to see print. The first one was uh, America's Best Comics, and now this this one. The, the, uh, the one that was originally solicited with two original covers is the, is the uh, Storenko Nick Fury Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, I mean, this... At this point, it's almost legend whether we'll see this book or not. But anyways, that's uh, that's here or there. I'm sidetracked. This Bernie Wrightson Artifact Edition looks great. Covering his DC career. Um, a lot of horror, obviously. But uh, some other things that are nice and surprising. Some, some great covers. And then, like I said, this Shadow uh, ad is just awesome. That's, uh, that's the Artist Edition's... Uh, news reviews you know uh, rumors for this month i'd like to thank everybody again for joining me here on this journey of all things ae um i don't uh, have ads really on the site and not running a patreon but i do ask that if you're thinking of ordering one of these books if you could please order it from one of my affiliate links on the site, all the links I have on the site, I give me a few dollars, and that helps pay for the material. Um, I buy all the artist editions myself. I own all of them from every publisher. I like to review them. I like to cover them. And as I've said at the beginning of this podcast, I like this very narrow focus on artist editions and what's available, and that's what I want to continue focusing on. So I'm not, please don't, uh, if you, if you like the website and you're going to buy the book anyways, then yes, please use an affiliate link. That's all we have for this month. Thank you for joining me. I'm Scott Vanderplu, um, chief cook and dishwasher of the artist edition index available at aeindex.org. Please, uh, please give this podcast a review on iTunes. Um, if you have an iOS device, the uh, the new operating system iOS 11 now uh, and the new podcast feature uh, makes it very very easy for you to review podcasts. So that's before it was a bit cumbersome and clumsy, having to jump through hoops to get to the reviews to do your review. Now you can do it fairly quickly and easily. So um, if you have a moment, please give us a review. <laughs>